Welcome to the Major Gifts Fundraiser podcast with Clark Van Deventer. I'm Monica, and we're excited to have the opportunity to help you raise more money for your nonprofit than you ever thought possible by developing deeper and more meaningful relationships with your donors. This podcast is designed to get you thinking, to challenge you, to inspire you, and to give you some practical tools that you can use right now in your work as a fundraiser. If you hear something that you'd like to learn more about, or if Clark mentions a resource you'd like to get your hands on, just email me. My email address is monica at majorgiftsfundraiser.com. That's monica, M-O-N-I-C-A, at majorgiftsfundraiser.com. We offer a variety of services to nonprofits and development professionals, from DIY, that's do-it-yourself, to DWY, done with you, to DFY, that's done for you. To learn more, just email me at monica at majorgiftsfundraiser.com. All right, without further ado, here's Clark. Buenos dias, mis amigos. Hey, Clark Van Deventer here from Major Gifts Fundraiser. Hope that you are having a great day. All right. Wow. So a week ago, I recorded a podcast, and at the end... Sort of in passing, I mentioned that if if we were about to enter a 9-11 style economic downturn, that now is the time to steward your donors like crazy. Like make your donors feel loved and cared for. All right, hopefully you actually do love and care for your donors. Hopefully that's genuine. But now is the time to make sure your donors feel loved and cared for and appreciated, that their gifts matter, that their gifts make a difference. And bam! Wow, like I recorded that when we were all trying to figure out what was going to happen with this coronavirus thing. And now here we are and we're sitting here and wow, wow, this is a big deal, right? The ramifications on our economy, on nonprofits, on fundraising are going to be, they already are tremendous. So let me say two obvious things, all right? Now, now's a terrible time to ask for a big gift. All right, that's first. Second is like your events are dead. Okay, if your fundraising strategy in the past has been dependent on events, you better be thinking differently now. All right, not wait and see. You need a different strategy now. All right, so I started my first full-time job in fundraising the January after 9-11. Okay, so I've been raising money before that. If you've not heard me tell my story before, I got started in fundraising when I was 19 years old. I was trying to bring big name speakers to my college campus and started walking around the school to see who classrooms and buildings were named after. All right. I think I was 20 when I asked for my first five figure gift. I think I was 21 when I closed my first $20,000 gift. But right out of college, I take a full-time development position, and it's post-9-11, and it was a terrible fundraising environment. Like, I I just didn't know it, right? Like, for me, it was just normal. It was just life. I didn't realize how easy fundraising would be when we actually entered a better fundraising environment with a booming economy and optimism aflush, all right? So... Why was post 9-11 such a bad fundraising environment? Like, I I mean, it wasn't like it is now. We weren't quarantined to our homes. Like all non-essential businesses weren't shut down. But, right, 
here's what we did have post 9-11, uncertainty, right? There was uncertainty. And right now there's mega uncertainty. I don't know where the bottom is. Like how much worse is this going to get? And until we hit bottom, like if I'm a donor, until we hit bottom, I can't even think about giving a big gift, all right? I don't need to get back to where we were before I do give a gift, but I have to find the bottom, all right? And we have not yet found the bottom of this whole coronavirus pandemic. So with some exceptions, and I'll get back to those in a minute, with some exceptions, this is not, not a time to ask like steward your donors. The first thing you should do is call them. Make a list and start making calls, one after another after another, all right? Like ask your donors how they're doing. You're calling to check on them, right? Okay, like sure, they're going to ask how you're doing. They're going to ask what your organization is doing and how you're handling this. They may even ask about your fundraising, but... But the purpose of this call is to check in on them as a human being. You are one human being calling another human being to check on them. All right. That's your number one task right now. And if you have to make those calls while your toddler is asking you for something and your donor hears you talking to them one second and your toddler the next, like that's great because that's real, right? Like that's the world that we're in right now. I want to talk now though about the exception, right? This is not a time to ask for gifts. It's just not. Terrible fundraising environment, so much uncertainty. But there are exceptions, all right? So if you and I are close, like we're friends, really good friends, and you don't have the money to feed your family, I want you to tell me, right? Like, if you're really struggling and we're really close, like, I want you to tell me. I want to help, all right? And my helping you, it will actually strengthen our relationship, right? It's not going to hurt our relationship. It's going to strengthen our relationship. So I'm always talking about doing the next right thing with your donors. For some, this may be the next right thing, strengthening the relationship by leveling with the donor and being honest about where you're at. All right? Like you you get this, right? Like you get what I'm saying. Like now is not that time. It's not the time to send out mass appeals and say you're going to close your doors, all right? Please, no sinking ship fundraising letters. But if you are talking with a very close friend, you should be honest with them. Like Vulnerability is awesome. It is, right? Take some courage, but it's awesome. So I don't know how many of these donors you have. It may be one or two, or maybe it's five or ten, but it's not a lot. I'll tell you that. These are the closest people to you and to your organization. So you, right? Like you and me as human beings, as friends, right? Like if we're tight and you had fallen on some hard times, I'd be hurt if you didn't share that with me. 
And if you did share that with me and I was able to help you, that would strengthen our relationship. Think about your richest relationships. Were those relationships forged in good times or in bad? Right? So for a very small number of donors, this may be the moment. All right? It may not even be a huge gift. All right? So years ago, at a particularly rough time for our family, I had some friends give us some help. And the numbers were small, but the impact was huge, and it bonded us together, all right? And we will come through this. We will get through this. You will thrive again. And for a very small number of donors, a very tight group of donors, they'll be like, man, like they'll be, and fast forward two years, five years, whatever it is, all the great things that you're doing, and this donor is going to be thinking like, man. We may not be here today if I hadn't given that gift to help them through that coronavirus thing, right? Like maybe, I don't know how big your organization is, how big these numbers are. It could be a $1,000 gift. It could be a $5,000 gift, right? And the donor will be like, man, I'm so thankful I was there. I'm so thankful they leveled with me. They talked to me. I'm so thankful that I was able to help them at that moment. All right, if you don't know, who those donors are on your list, just start making calls. Get your list of 20 or 50 or 100 donors that you want to call, all right? Those calls from one human being to another that says like, hey, I'm just checking in, right? How are you doing? And see how those conversations go. Those calls may make it clear who your one or two or three or four people are. All right, so the second point, like events are dead, right? No fundraising events are happening this spring or this summer, all right? If you have a fall event planned, maybe, maybe, but I I don't know. See, we haven't hit bottom yet. So fall, maybe, next winter, Like, I don't know. All right. So if you've listened to me for long, you know, I don't believe in events as fundraisers. I do believe in events as donor acquisition tools. So you're not doing events right now, but your past events have allowed you to build a list. Now that your time is not being taken up planning for the next event, use that time to begin strategically building relationships with that list with that list of people, right? So what are the systems you have in place to thank and steward your donors? How many donors do you have, right? What are your most important, who are your most important donors? Who are your best prospects? Have you ranked and prioritized your list? Are you sending handwritten notes, making personal thank you calls? Have you developed short-term moves management plans and long-term moves management plans? Like all these questions. Like get serious about your acres of diamonds, You may have heard me talk about acres of diamonds in the past. Your current list of donors is like acres of diamonds. Your future events, that's like you going out in search of diamonds elsewhere. But if you take the time to cultivate the acres you already have, you'll find diamonds. You've just never really taken the time to cultivate your ground. So do that now. Okay, so... You're home, right? You're quarantined. You're not on the road. You're not out meeting with your donors. 
So how are you spending your time now? How can you be productive? All right, first, call your donors. One human being reaching out to another during these challenging times. All right, second, who are the one or two or five donors who now actually may, it may be the right time for an ask, right? It may, it may be the next right thing with this donor. I'm always, that's the question that I have to answer. I have to overcome in my own mind, like with any donor, is this the next right thing, right? And for a small group of people, an ask right now may be the next right thing. All right, third, you're reviewing your list, you're prioritizing, you're being strategic, you're planning, you're getting out of event mode and thinking about relationships. All right, and then fourth, invest in yourself. All right, so here at Major Gifts Fundraiser, we have a lot of fundraising training programs, and now is a great time to go through those. You can do them at home, at your own pace, right? We even have a homework that you can share with your boss so they know that you're being productive. And you can come out of this very challenging time ready to rock it. All right. So check out the Major Gifts Fundraiser Masterclass. We're just about ready to roll out a revamped masterclass. And it is awesome. I am so excited about it. And you are going to love it. It's the best fundraising training out there. The best. And you can use this time that you're quarantined to invest in yourself and you will never regret it. I promise you, you'll never regret it. All right, I'm spending my quarantine working more hours than ever. I mean, what else am I doing? So if you just like someone to talk to, to share your fears and concerns with, and get some perspective, please reach out. You can email me at clark at majorgiftsfundraiser.com. That's clark at majorgiftsfundraiser.com. All right, that's it. Hang in there, okay? We're going to get through this. I want to end today with a favorite quote of mine. It's funny because I shared this several years ago on my personal Facebook page, and, and just yesterday it came up in my memories, and it's so appropriate right now. It's from St. Augustine. All right, here we go. Bad times, hard times. That is what people keep saying. It's so funny. My phone keeps ringing. Let me, let me restart this quote. This is good. You got to hear this. All right. Bad times, hard times. That is what people keep saying. But let us live well and times shall be good. We are the times. Such as we are, such are the times. All right. Bad times, hard times. That is what people keep saying. But let us live well. And times shall be good. We are the times, such as we are. Such are the times. All right. Thanks for listening and live well. Thanks for listening to the Major Gifts Fundraiser podcast. I wanted to take just a moment to tell you about the Major Gifts Fundraiser Masterclass and why it works. When Clark was getting started in his career, he went to some great seminars and received some amazing training as a fundraiser. His organization got a huge return on their investment because he helped them raise a lot of money. Maybe you've gone to some professional development seminars. You're in a big conference room or banquet hall for two or three days hearing lots of good ideas and lots of good content. It's all great stuff, but there's so much. 
The problem with a seminar like this is it's a little bit like drinking from a fire hose. At best, you go home with two to three actionable ideas. Plus, it's not really tailored towards your organization or you. There are a lot of organizations in the room, so while the theory is good, it's hard to apply it to your exact situation. The Major Gifts Fundraiser Masterclass gives you access to the very best development training, but you do it online, in your office, or in your car while you're driving, and it's broken up into individual modules that build on each other. You listen at your own pace. You stop and rewind if you need to. So rather than 24 hours of content in one blast that hopefully you can actually absorb after a bad night's sleep in a loud hotel and a long day of travel, you listen on your own schedule. Instead of going home and trying to figure out what to do next, you get an hour of live training with Clark. No guesswork about how to apply these proven concepts. Clark will get to know you, know your organization and your exact situation and help guide you on this journey. The final step is where the masterclass becomes extremely practical. Each module includes challenge questions, action steps, additional resources, and they're all pertinent to your exact situation and the training you just received. So instead of talking about concepts, you'll actually be implementing them week by week. Module by module, you'll level up your fundraising. The masterclass gives you the confidence of knowing that you are spending your limited time doing the most important things. You'll have a system that allows you to track your development activities and report to your board or your boss using metrics instead of just dollars raised. This is an amazing program with the best training in the nonprofit development and major gifts fundraising. It's not just a pro program to get you thinking, but we actually get you doing, doing good development work, doing the things that matter. So to learn more about the masterclass, just go to majorgiftsfundraiser.com or email me at monica, M-O-N-I-C-A, at majorgiftsfundraiser.com. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode.